Hello and welcome to Entmoot. But this is a little different. This is a patron special mini moot. Um, I, I did toy with the idea of doing mini moots a long, long time ago uh, uh, during the early heady days of the Patreon when I had uh, just a couple of people supporting me, some hardy, hardy folk that were there early on. And I think uh, a few of you are still out there, including Benny. So thank you very much uh, to all of those people who've been there uh, in the early days. This is a special uh, Entmoot podcast because it's kind of like a behind-the-scenes or deleted scenes or something akin to that. Essentially, in October 2020, I think that's right, uh, 2021, I can't keep track of what year we're in at the moment, but yeah, October 2020, uh, my local club started a, a slow-grow league. Uh, this was due to sort of start as, as the end of COVID restrictions came into sight. So we had the first game in sort of the late, well, mid, uh, mid-autumn, I'd say, um, September-ish time, and then October. Uh, and then, of course, all these different restrictions started coming in as, as COVID started rearing its head once more. And we started this Slow Grow League, and it's now July, and the Slow Grow League has, has definitely dissipated and will probably restart at some point. So I'm left with a couple of episodes, or, well, not a couple of interviews that I did, and... I kind of wanted to put them into a, an episode at some point, and I may still yet do it, but I don't. I, I didn't. I don't like the idea of doing that. So I thought, rather than just handing them over to any old person, I decided let's make a little mini moot out of it. So that's what I'm going to do. Ask build me a worthy of so yes, we're building that army for this tiny, tiny little uh, little moment here, uh, just basically for one interview. But hey, look, that's the fun of it. Uh, so this was going to be a slow grow, so uh, bear that in mind. Um, we would start at 200 and then slowly progress into uh, 400, then 600, then 800, and then eventually 1,000 points. And this was all going to be very exciting. It was going to be a slow build over a, a couple of episodes of the podcast. It would have been amazing. It would have gotten loads of people in the local area into the game. But then, of course, things happened in the world. So anyway, uh, I'm going to start with Theoden. Yeah, exciting. I don't think I've um, mentioned um, Rohan uh, Army on my podcast, not since since perhaps the start of the, the new edition of the podcast. Uh, the, sorry, the new edition of the game. Um, but anyway, I'm starting with Thaird and with all the kits. So he's 100 points. He's got the heavy armor. He's got the horse. He's got um, everything that you'd want. The heavy armored horse, I think. I don't know. Anyway, he's got it all. He's got, he got everything. Thaird and on Snowmane. Um, then accompanying him are going to be three riders of Rohan for 48 points and three Rohan Royal Guard armed, I believe, if I'm not incorrect in thinking, for 51 points, throwing spears. So that's... 51 points plus 48 plus 100 makes 199 points. All in for 200 points. I've got seven models. I've got Theoden. I thought that might be okay. Here's the first game. Game one of the slow grow here at the uh, Imps Gaming. And it's the first game, 200 points of my Theoden's riders, which will build into something exciting later on. But more on that later on in the podcast. Because the first game we're up against Easterlings, a very exciting Easterling uh, list that we've got here. We've got a Dragon Knight, we've got uh, a Captain and everything else playing against Sam. Hello, Sam. Hi there. All right, so first of all, um, for, you're, you're relatively new to the game. So what inspired you to A, start and B, start Easterlings? Well, love Lord of the Rings, like as uh, 
any kind of fantasy lover does. And uh, one of my friends getting into Lord of the Rings made me think I'll give it a try. I'm just getting burnt out with 40k, really. So, uh, yeah, I'm very much enjoying it. It's only my third game ever. But, um, yeah, it's a very good system. So I'm quite impressed with it. Yeah, it is good. It's one of those systems that um, seems to convert a lot of people that I play. Um, not There's very few people I know who've played it and then gone, oh, you know, I don't really like this. So uh, that's a good sign, I suppose. Um, so so the Easterlings, you, 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 was it just uh, the, the colours? What was it that made you pick Easterlings for your slow grow list? Uh, just the models, the fact that I don't have to paint faces is a big factor. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, just the the golden red combination is is doing it for me. So, yeah, I like them. Yeah, it's beautiful. I, I'm a I'm a big fan of the the Easterlings myself in terms of the colour schemes and so on. And I, I, I've been slowly building up a, an Easterlings army recently and haven't quite finished it yet, but I'm 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 pretty much there. So that's exciting. Um, in fact, by the time this podcast is out, because the slow grow is a long time, it'll probably be done. So that's exciting. And um, so you mentioned that you've never played uh, many games. You had a couple of warm up games against Thrangewill. Were they testing out um, the Easterlings in general? Yeah. And um, w- how did you fare? Uh, what did you learn? Uh, it was just pretty much learning the rules, but I learned that Thranduil is a real uh, pain to deal with, and uh, yeah, he just destroyed me, basically. So uh, it's nice to come and have a game today and get some victory <laughs> with, for the Easterlings. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so segueing nicely into that, uh, we did have a practice game where I just tested out um, uh, just 200 points just to kind of show you the ropes a bit more with, um, with me purely with uh, Ganberry Gan and 15 uh, Wild Men, which didn't go particularly well. I think I killed four or five Easterlings or something like that, but then, yeah. then the dragon and the uh, captain smashed stuff so um, and then it's the riders that I've got against uh, a dragonite a captain and what is it it's the box set isn't it four swords yeah so it's basically the plastic models which uh, yeah it's come in handy hasn't it yeah, yeah, the mounted dragon knight is nasty. So, so it, we're pitching up, we're playing to the death. So this is a, a basic scenario for everyone to get the grips with with the move and all that sort of stuff before we throw tricksy objectives into. And when you saw my sort of strategy at the start, which was moving forward a little bit, then shooting, and then moving back and moving back a bit, and um, what did you think? Did you did you expect that? And and did you expect it to go the way it ended up? Uh, no, I was very concerned to be honest when you started moving away and shooting me, but uh, you basically just with that one turn where we where the forces met you majorly whiffed your dice rolls and uh, yeah that just led to a victory uh, just taking out quite a lot of you guys in that one turn wasn't it yeah I, I think so uh, in in the three turns of shooting I didn't score any wounds which I suppose didn't surprise me I've got defense six yeah I mean but I mean I wasn't expecting a, a, a whirlwind of dice or anything but I, I thought maybe I'd get one kill but um, you know I've only got eight models or something like that so um, and only six uh, well Thaden doesn't have have a, have a bow so I wasn't expecting to, to kill loads of stuff I was thinking maybe I'd get one uh, or two which is always nice to even up the um, even up the numbers a little bit um, but like you say it, the, the moment was when you, you marched forward which was a really smart move actually because um, it, it just yeah. closed that gap down and actually it's something that beginners probably don't tend to uh, tend to think of be able to march that you've got a lot of range and I was thinking I need to get right up there so that if you do run away five inches and still shoot I can't just let you keep doing it every turn. So marching to within one inch of you meant that you couldn't do that, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. And even then, the, the next turn I moved ten, uh, 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 about as far away to the edge of the board as I could probably go. I did try another turn of shooting because I desperately wanted to get the Dragon Knight off his horse. I was unsuccessful in that and in killing anything with the ranks. And then, as you say, you connected. Um, 
it didn't connect lots, but it connected enough to get the, uh, the heroic move went your way and uh, move off. So you got the charge with your four, uh, four swordsmen at the front and you connected with three or four uh, riders. But I thought, I, okay, he's fallen for my trap here. Because my trap, my trap was you, you charge with four guys and then I countercharge with everyone. So actually in each of those, apart from one combat, I had a, a, a charging rider and a, a charged rider. You so, higher fight and strength sorry. was it? Yeah. So, so I had yeah. So I had the highest fight, the highest strength, and the three dice uh, against your two. No banners, of course, because it's early on um, in the in the slow grow. But I thought that's it. I've I've got this sewn up. I should take out three or four models there. Third and will kill at least one. Jobs are good, and, and then you know you're going to be like, oh no, I've lost all my models. But instead, as you mentioned, I whiffed it. Yeah, major dice roll whiffing going on there. I think you rolled highest four in like most things, didn't you? Lots of ones and twos. Yeah, and and even even I think I, I did win win on maybe one or or maybe that was later on. Uh, and it, it, the the Eastling armor was pretty tough to crack. As it happened, the game ended seven three to you because uh, just in the last turn, I managed to spend my last point of might with Third and and get the charge off against the Easterling captain, who's your leader because the Dragon Knight is obviously a, a minor hero or or whichever one. Yes. So he's going to lead six. Uh, so the captain has to be the leader, and Third and goes right. Okay, I'll pick on that guy. And then got three three wounds through, didn't he? So just obliterated him. Yeah, so got some revenge at least. Yeah, revenge at least. So I, I'm thinking that what I perhaps have uh, maybe my my overly cautious strategy, or maybe even the over reliance on the bows, led me to moving away when actually there was an opportunity to charge earlier on. Because yeah, yeah. Could have just swamped my forces while the dragon knight was away. Mm. So, so so there was there's a bit of terrain in the middle, uh, like a, a, a set of trees, but there's a little bottleneck which uh, uh, Sam squeezed his ranks through but the thing was I was only going to realistically fit two or maybe three riders yeah, into that front true. rank and this, the Dragon Knight was way off uh, trying to go circumvent the, the terrain so he was out of maneuver. yeah That's flanking manoeuvre yeah yeah but he was out of the terrain for that that moment but um, uh, so I, but I thought actually he's, he's moved off in the wrong direction I thought if I move back I've got two extra turns of shooting and I'll still probably be able to keep the, um, the, the Dragon Knight away I might whittle one more guy also you've wasted your might on uh, a march rather than a move which I thought was a good thing for me um, or no you wasted a move point um, wh- when you weren't going to be able to charge because I won it and then moved back so I thought this is yeah, a good yeah. thing I've, I've taken out your might I've moved back I've got some extra shots it's a win-win-win-win but of course when the charges did land it just didn't quite work out the way it all planned having said that i did get three points back you got the seven so you got the break and the uh, uh the the 25 so you got the five and the two for that mm-hmm. i get the three for killing the leader sam considering you're a new player you can tell you're a gamer i can tell you played a lot of games i i, I guess well, yeah yeah so you're happy with the result and and you say you've, you've played lots of 40k and stuff before yeah, 40k and malifaux have been playing a lot of them uh, so i'm definitely experienced in rolling dice yeah, indeed. I wish I was more experienced in rolling dice because, oh my God, they betrayed me a little here. <laughs> I've got good skills of rolling dice. Well, either way, Sam, it was a cracking first game and I can tell you're going to get to the grips of uh, uh, this system pretty quickly because uh, based on just simple choices like um, moving, marching pretty early on and, and the way you move the models, I, I can tell, I can tell you're, in for a, you're in for a treat during the tournament. Best of luck with your next game. Uh, it's 200 points still, but with the objectives game. So, uh, yeah, good luck for the rest of the, the slow grow. Maybe, just maybe, I'll be able to talk to you right at the end of the slow grow as, uh, as the winner because I'll be interviewing whoever wins or I try That's to. It. That's it. That's the plan. Good luck. Thank you very much for talking to me. Thanks very much. Cheers. Cheers.
Game two of the Slow Grow League for the Imps. And I've got 200 points of Rohan against a very thematic, uh, I feel, although wrong leader, I suppose, uh, a thematic 200 points worth of Ugluk Scouts. And it's, uh, it's uh, you may remember from the last time we did a Slow Grow League, played one man twice, Matt, and Matt is playing here once again at 200 points. Welcome to the league. Thanks for coming back on the podcast. Hello. Yeah, I'm definitely becoming one of Harry's uh, slow grow regulars now. Um, I think we've both had victories against each other. Um, this time it did go Harry's way and quite um, quite soundly as well. It was um, if you have read the books or uh, watched the films and know the scene with our Glug Scouts, it pretty much went that way. Um, Theoden obviously taking the place of Aemir, but doing perhaps even better. Actually, he was quite a he was quite a force. Yeah, I think I think what what went when, when, what went well here for me was probably I got a chance a couple of chances early on to just take the odd bloke off. So I got an Urukai scout with a bow, which you'd kind of push forward a bit, perhaps too far, and I pushed Theoden and a guy to get take him out, and then they moved on to take the other bowman out. So then I had the bows, the bow advantage, which was good, and and then I kind of made a bit of a boo boo because I'd forgotten that. They were now really far away from the rest of my force. But I called death because I'm starting off, of course, with the uh, Riders of Theoden Legion. Got a free heroic combat. Moved Theoden back into position, ready in this kind of arena of death that had been set up here with like some walls and some uh, stuff surrounding it. And I got, got everyone back in the game. And then it was a relatively straight fight from there. Um, but, of course, I'd already killed about four or five of your Uruks. Yeah, so I, uh, it was hard because... I'm not well practiced against against cavalry armies, um, and I really felt with this game with the extra bows. Even though they didn't pay off, uh, you know I do appreciate the threat that bows pose, um, and then obviously the extra mobility. So even though I had almost twice as many models, um, I'm used to my fighting Urukai, but having half my models as measly fight three strength three orcs and a lot of them defense four as well uh it's not quite the armored legions i'm used to um trying to use the terrain as much as i could and uh you know those 50 50 in the ways definitely helped out but like harry said um i tried to keep my guys grouped up but not as well as i should have done and guys got picked off and then when the lines clash it was almost even numbers yeah, I think I think crucially that was what did it for you. That I'd I'd killed so those two uruk bows and then um, a, a straggler, a few stragglers of orcs. That, so maybe I'd killed five before you'd managed to kill anything, which was a big big deal. I mean, we're talking low numbers. You've got thirteen guys, I've got eight. So exactly what you say. Uh, and one of your guys was off on a really far distant obje- uh, objective. So actually, I had the numbers already. You had the might advantage though, which I was really worried about with a cavalry army. It could spell the end of me. But luckily. Um, the first, my the first two move offs, I think, well, one move off or so went my way, and then from there on, pretty much everything went my way in terms of roll offs for uh, any fifty. I don't think you won any really, did you? Uh, no, I I could well be on something like zero out of ten fifty fifties that game. Um, that said, I do I do I'm not sure how I would have played it better, but um, I think. That doesn't mean it couldn't have been played better. I think there's definitely if we have a rematch, I'll be thinking. Uh, there, there is stuff I would do differently. Probably keep my guys more as a single unit, even though we're on domination and have to split. I think having my guys one off, you know, I found, of course, leaving the courage to walk out on his own once I break, we all know he's not going to last. Um, and likewise, I think if I had pulled in, picked up a couple of points, maybe wounded Theoden, 
um, and broke Harry. And then maybe I could have sat on two objectives with some numbers that would have put me in competition for um, victory points. And, you know, maybe I would have taken less losses that way as well. So I think um, I think I could have played better on that, yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's worth noting. Um, you've got you, so we should probably say you've got thirteen um, models. Uh, you've got Ugluk, you've got Grishnak. I think more orcs than Uruks. Yeah, so Grishnak is leading six orcs. Uh, there's two shields and three spears in there, and Ugluk's got five scouts, which have two bows and three shields. Yeah, so so you've got a few more orcs there, of course, which already makes it a little squishier. But the might thing is really big. But I, I think what you probably could have done, there is this, as I mentioned, that arena of death that we set up there. It's got literally, I'd say it's about a foot and a half um, square, and it's got two bits of terrain in, but it's got like little walls scattered around it. And I think you definitely could have used that terrain more to your advantage because cavalry bases are big. You could have blocked off a section in the middle. There's probably a, ooh, a four-inch gap in the middle of two bits of terrain if you'd block that off in the right way I'd only get two cavalry in there and, and you'd be able to bring your numbers and your spears to bear but I think because you, whether intentionally or not you, you kind of allowed me to circle by, around both sides of this terrain and that meant that I could pick off the spears which went down pretty quickly because as you say they're defence four and then from there it was just a matter of um, yeah, a matter of me kind of just making sure that I got a charger on each each combat. And then there were a couple of... I, I mean, there was bad rolls. You had some really bad rolls, like Grishnak losing combats against... Uh, when you had three dice against my one, that sort of thing. Uh, the I think Ugluk lost a fight against... Or one, uh, certainly a, a couple of Uruks lost a fight against the Royal Guard, even though you had more dice in the combat. So, And there's no banners here, you know. It, 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 could, it, it should really be relatively straight dice against dice. But I, I think, yeah, a couple of bad luck things went your way. And I think when you'd already lost the kind the momentum from early on of me taking out a lot of your guys and, and evening the numbers you really needed some good luck and you just didn't get any bad, uh, any good luck you got bad luck and ugh luck <laughs> so right yeah um i definitely felt uh, you know playing the this smaller points game um i was definitely missing my banner because i had a couple of games last week and the the banner was making some great re-rolls for me um so i i had definitely already planned to put um one in my 400 point list and i think i've also put in a second one in at 600 points because i think we've been um although being a bit haldy with a low defense and usually one dice each and then being orcs and urukai um I really want the banners, you know, because I'm lacking some really big heroes or magic as, and cavalry and some good shooting as well. You know, there's a lot of things that this list lacks. So putting a couple of banners in will, you know, start to uh, shore up in other places. Well, either, I think that sounds like a really sound uh, sound decision on, on your behalf. So, well, either way, um, Matt, it was a great game. I, ho- I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did because I really did. Um, it was it was cracking fun. There was lots to think about, and um, hopefully, the once you're moving up the leagues, last time I think we did exactly the same thing. We played at 200. Maybe we can uh, slot in again at 1,000 points or something like that uh, many months down the line. But either way, thanks for the game. I can't remember the exact score. I don't know whether we even looked at it. Uh, one, two, three objectives to me. Plus, I killed your leader and I broke you. So it's looking like 10. Or eight eight nil, I think. Yeah, eight, eight, eight nil. Eight nil sounds right, yeah. Well either way, thanks for the game, Matt, and best of luck with the rest of the league. Cheers, thank you very much. Ace, thank you. Well there you go. There's the two interviews. So the sad thing is, the next two hundred points would have been the best two hundred points to add, because I was gonna turn this into the wild legendary legion um uh, which has got the Wild Men of the Druiden, uh, Ganbury Gan and 15 Woeses. Uh, for 600 points, I would have got Ganbury Gan and 15 Woeses. 
plus Gamling and Theoden, making a really cool army, uh, which makes it just a little bit, little bit funky, a little bit interesting, a little bit exciting, and yet it all fell apart. And and actually, I've never really had a chance to play with that um, legendary legion. I think I've had two, maybe three games with it. So um, that's a shame. Um, one of them uh, at a tournament when I've covered uh, I stu- stood in briefly at the Lord of the Imps um, with uh, with my army before someone else took it over um, but other than that yeah sadly that's that's all it is so this is a bit of a downer of a podcast but I thought actually it's some some good time to chat because I really like this um, uh, this legion I really like the theme I really like the idea and I really like that nobody uses it and actually I think it's pretty good you've got 15 blowpipes uh, you've got you know a fair amount of bows and um and throwing weapons i mean in this one i had four throwing weapons seven bows uh, eight bows sorry plus gambling and third and with the magical might and gan um with a bit of extra might and also the legion gives some really cool awesome bonuses so you've got the uh, little waypoint markers which um mean you basically have three little uh, waypoint markers that you put into terrain and they mean you 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 ignore um, terrain essentially for charging so riders of Rohan can just charge through woodland which is really really cool um, and also you get a really cool special bonus which is that um, you kind of have like an elven blade but for heroic move offs so if you both call uh, spend a point of might um, for the heroic move on a three four five six this legion goes uh, takes the takes the heroic move and wins the the sort of move off um which is really cool and especially good for um for you know riders when you really want to have the the priority to make sure you've got the charge at the right time and all that sort of stuff so really really handy and you know you don't want to get your riders all caught out so it's very handy for that sort of stuff and you also get some really cool bonuses against um orcs goblins and uh, urukai uh, i believe you get to re-roll uh, to wound rolls against all of those um, you do lose the charge bonus for the um the legend legion so you're not strength four on the charge but um in a good good versus evil um setting this this legion i think has a lot of potential it's skirmishy um you've got the the woeses which are a bit weak um but i think if you do it right they can do a hell of a lot of damage um especially with those blowpipes um so this is something you definitely don't want to engage too soon on but anyway, that's the Legion. Um, if you want to find out more about the Legion, um, I did a little video on it, actually. Um, I'm quite proud of it. I, I really enjoyed making that video. Um, if you go onto the Battle Games in Middle-Earth YouTube channel, um, have a have a gander at that one. It's, I can't remember what it's actually called, but I think it's just um, uh, the Paths of the Druiden or Who Are the Woses or something like that. Anyway, Battle Games in Middle-Earth on YouTube, have a look. Um, but I, I'm guessing because you're a patron, there's a good chance you were already uh, a big fan and may have already uh, may have already watched it. But hey, why not watch it again? Either way, thanks very much for listening to a little mini moot. Um, this podcast, may, you may be listening to this in six months' time when I've decided to just release it because there's a gap in the schedule and it's uh, it's you know you're thinking, wait, hold on a second, this was really old and you're talking about patrons and this being a special thing for patrons maybe in six months time uh, I might do this uh, release this as a Christmas present for everyone um, when I'm not doing podcasts over Christmas or something so if you're listening then and you think hold on a second patrons have had this for like six months that's awesome maybe I should become a patron do um, go head over to patreon.com that's P-A-R uh, sorry p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash battle games in middle earth and uh, you can support me on there it's like a subscription thing 
drop a dollar or a pound or whatever your currency is um, per month or more if you want to get free stuff you get dice and you get other bits and bobs as well um, and yeah I really appreciate the support and there's also a thing called buy me a coffee um, which is uh, something you can find a link to on uh, my YouTube videos and on um, I think on the SoundCloud uh, thing as well which if you don't fancy doing that you can just drop me a drop me a supportive sort of donation um which is like a tip jar so um if you fancy doing that just s- s- search for buy me a coffee Entmoot, and then uh, you should be able to get me with that in mind thanks very much for listening to this kind of weird mini moot boo